So my title this morning is The Next Right Thing. Love is Relational Obedience. So if I go back and pull out just a few of those verses from John 14. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. My Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. I don't know about you, but sometimes when I've read these words, it feels like a heavy yoke. There are a lot of commandments, a lot. Torah, New Covenant, there are a lot of commandments. And the enemy loves to come in and put this legalistic lens that says, well, you better do a lot of commandments to prove that you love the Lord. And the Lord's been working on me in this and trying to unwind that. And if you notice, love comes first. So what if the keeping flows out of the love? And really, when you get down to it, whose love comes first? Well, we know that we love because he first loved us. And if we do what Sam and Rich were exhorting us last week and we fix our gaze on Yeshua, when I do that, you know what I find? Is that he was looking at me already. And, and so I begin receiving his love. And then I can give love back to him. And then the obedience, it just flows out. It's just there. And as he's loving me and I'm loving him and I'm walking in obedience, then of course he wants to make his dwelling with me and with us. Because the Father's heart's desire is for relationship. And we get to be a part of fulfilling his desire for relationship. And we do that by living lives of relational obedience. So this week's tour portion gave us two pictures of men that obeyed. The first is Balaam, because Balaam obeyed, right? I mean, it's, it's questionable, but he says, Adonai, my God, so it seems like it's kind of relational. The Lord dialogues with him and answers his request to hear. He sees pre-incarnate Yeshua, the angel of the Lord. He delivers blessing after blessing to Israel. He even has a prophetic word about Messiah and the scepter. But what does the rest of Scripture say? What's the fruit of Balaam? He didn't love God. He's actually, if you look up the other verses about Balaam, he's kind of used as the poster child of the evil prophet. One of the best summaries is from Revelation. It says that he kept teaching Balak to put a stumbling block before the sons of Israel to eat things sacrificed to idols and to commit acts of immorality. So this mess that Phineas is addressing at the end of our portion, it's because of Balaam. And I didn't realize this, but this is the first time that Israel gets into Baal worship. And if you know about this history of the kings and prophets, Baal worship is a snare to Israel for hundreds and hundreds of years. So can you feel the grief and the repulsion in God's heart? as this idolatrous, adulterous relationship gets introduced to his beloved. And that's on Balaam. So he used his knowledge of God because he, he knew in some way the Lord and heard the Lord, and he used it to grieve the Lord's heart and to sin against his people. And we'll see later in Numbers, it brings death to himself. So this is one picture of obedience (laughs) but then they this portion gives us Phineas 
And Phineas also obeyed. And spoiler alert for next week's portion, I'm going to pull a little bit from there because his story continues. But he goes after the man of Israel who is bringing sin and plague and death into the camp. But the Lord says he was very zealous for me among them. It was about the Lord. And, I mean, Phineas has grown up, he's a priest. He's in the priestly line. He's grown up in this household with Eliezer and with his grandfather, Aaron. And he's just lived through the snakes and being taught to lift up his gaze. And so he does this violent act. It's not a beautiful prophetic blessing. It is a, like, nitty-gritty, grisly, gruesome act. But it's relational obedience, Adonai had just given a direct command to kill those joining themselves to Baal. So he's loving God, he's obeying, and he's loving his neighbor because the Lord says, I did not put an end to B'nai Israel at my zeal because of what Phinehas did. And for himself, it ends up with a covenant of shalom, of an everlasting priesthood for him and his descendants because he was zealous for his God and atoned for B'nai Israel. So, two pictures of obedience. And if love is relational obedience, here's the application for us this week that I want to challenge us with, is ask the Lord, what's the next right thing for me to do? Because Phineas did the next right thing. Don't worry, we're not in ancient Israel under a theocracy with the Lord giving direct commands. So you can leave your spears in the closet at home. But, but maybe it is something big. Maybe it's extending forgiveness or requesting it in that really difficult relationship in your life. Or maybe it's stepping out in a new way. Maybe it's something big that you know he's calling you into. But honestly, a lot of times this question for me is a micro question. The next right thing is usually a tiny act of service. A text responded to, some dishes washed. But if I do a tiny act of service out of relational obedience, not out of obligation or self-imposed martyrdom or bitterness or any of the other things we might put in there. But if I do it out of relational obedience, it can snowball into all kinds of blessing, blessing the Lord's heart, blessing the people around me, and a blessing to me as I grow and mature in my love for Messiah. So I'm going to pray into this for us. So Yeshua, we thank you so much that you loved us first and that that changes everything. Ask for a fresh revelation of your love for us. Ask that you would break any spirit of legalism, any lens of legalism that tries to sit on us as we think about obeying your commandments. Says your lavish, lavish love washes over us, that that lens would just be washed away. We thank you that you gave us the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, I ask that you would empower us to keep your commandments because we do want you to come and dwell among us and in us. Ask that you would give us wisdom and discernment to hear your voice and to see what the next right thing is. that we would just be overwhelmed by the nearness and the fellowship 
of you as we walk throughout our days, seeking to please your heart and feeling your pleasure over us, back and forth and back and forth, receiving your love and loving you and receiving your love and loving you and obeying your commandments. In the name of Yeshua, amen.